Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 36, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy over there is Rob Jelly. Yes, he is. The Jelly Man himself. The Indeed. Jelly Man returns. Absolutely. He does. Returns to Post Pop HQ for the first time in 2018. Yes. In a weird way, because obviously this is the second episode of the year, but this yes. is the first time we've actually seen each other in 2018. Exactly. And who would have thought it? The years went up, so it went from 2017 to 2018. Surprisingly. I know. I, I always thought it was a countdown. Yeah, you, can, you never know. You, you just, you're always guessing. Always <laughs> keeping you on your toes. Um, do you want to know? I've, can I maybe blow your mind straight away? Go for it, yeah. The, That's exactly what I want from this podcast. Did you know that yeah. as of now, yeah. we have officially adults that live on this third rock from the sun yeah. that were born in the 21st century? Wow. They don't have a 19 in their date of birth. Unless wow. they were born on the 19th That's of crazy. January. But Can I just say, destroy them. Do not trust them. Do not trust these kill people. Kill them all? Yeah. Okay, Adults kill- born in the future. <laughs> They're future people. Hang Get on. rid of them. Hang on. A- adults born in the future? Yeah. There's a sci-fi show right there. <laughs> yeah. Just people being born as adults. In the future, yeah. Get rid of that, 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 Hang that on. kind isn't, of childhood no, it, stage. I was going to say, isn't what's the... Um, you think of Logan's Run, where they kill... Uh, well, they, no, they, don't they breed, like, grown-ups in the big egg capsule things? Like, hum- no, that's um, Star Wars. What? In Star Wars, in... <laughs> oh, man, is it f- episode two? Oh, uh, Attack, three? Of the Cl- Attack of the Clones. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. But they're clones. I, I guess so, yeah, they're like... Would uh, that be the same sort of thing, you know, adults you, of the future? Potentially, yeah. So cloning is a is a real thing, so they could just clone a, a live adult. Okay, other random question for you. Yeah. Would you clone yourself if you could? No. Mm. I wouldn't. Unless it would be to harvest that person's org- organs for my benefit. Right, okay. See, I would. I would do it for for practical joke reasons. <laughs> just um, so- I would remove parts of their genetic code so they haven't got like you know free thought and they would just have use them as a wow. pra- basically. I just want a twin. Wow! I just want an identical this twin. Is, this is like the early talk of a of a megalomaniac. Just, I'd remove their free free talk and free speech and make sure <laughs> I control my army of Rob Jellies, the Jelly Men. They, the they, je- yeah, they're exactly the Jelly Men, um, and they, they would all be controlled by uh, a Nintendo Switch uh, <laughs> <laughs> randomly. Um, that's a weird thought, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome to the podcast, yeah. everyone. This has nothing to do with what the podcast is about. We just like no. to have a bit of chit-chat at the start, yeah. catch up. Can I just say something? Um, thank you to people who who, who comment and, and rate and review us and stuff. Someone today on uh, postpoppodcast.com slash the pilot yep. uh, left us a message saying, when are we going to do, and, and this is what we encourage you to do, we encourage you to um, kind of tell us what you want us to, to review and what, us, what pilots you want us to look at. Someone said... Why on earth haven't you guys done Black Mirror yet? Because the new series is out on Netflix right now. Um, That's a very good point. Why haven't we done the first? So we will add it to the list. Well, Hashtag put it on the list. list. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag put it on the list. We'll yeah. put it on so the list. Tweet us. Uh, we'll give you the details again at the end of the podcast. But yeah. Jed Shepard, you are. Let's do it now. Yeah. Let's throw it in. What's your Twitter? 
Oh, it's at Jess Shepherd. J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. And we do sing that every time. It's a contractual obligation now. Yeah. Uh, and you can tweet me if you fancy. Not a problem. At the Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. Yeah. And we'll remind you that at the end as well. So if you've suddenly thought of a show as we asked for it, yeah. tweet us right this second now. Grab your phone, do it, and we'll hashtag put it on the list. We'll put it on the list. Um, yeah. If you put hashtag put it on the list on your tweet, we'll as well, definitely do it. I'll yeah. easily find it. Um, just quickly before we get on to yeah. format, I, really randomly this morning, I was on air doing yeah. my radio show as mm-hmm. I do, and uh, up with the, the early wobble. That's it, the early wobble, BBC yeah. Essex. Yeah. If you're ever up at four a.m. UK time. Yep. To explain this, um, you know there are parody accounts on Twitter. People run parody accounts on behalf of famous people. Oh, okay. Yeah? Where's this going? That's okay. Don't, okay. don't, panic. don't panic. This is all fun <laughs> and light and easy. Right, okay. Um, I follow one of these. I'm not going to tell you what one it is. Okay. Right? But I received a tweet this morning about 25 to 5. <laughs> yeah. uh, so about half past four, I usually start a little game. And yeah. just, a, just a bit of play along, with, you know, shout the radio type thing. Nothing too stressful. Yeah. I sing a bit of a song. I just go, and it's just a little game. You just play along. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a bit of fun. Gets your brain working that early in the morning. Um, so I've j- literally just done it on air. Okay. And my phone goes, bling, and this tweet appears, and it's at, and then I'm like, looking at my phone thinking, that can't be, it's not who I think, are they listening to this show right now? Because the answer was on the screen. You know, you okay. get a little notification on the front, yeah, 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 on your yeah. lock screen. Yeah. It's like the right answer as well. Okay. I'm looking at it going, there's no way they're listening, they can't. Well, the only way they know the answer is if they're listening right this minute. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. freaked me out for a moment. So I had to unlock my phone and I haven't told you who this is yet. So okay. I'm going to show you who it is right. right now. So I had to I had to actually move on. I had to like then finish my link and play the next record and then read the tweet a couple of times over okay. because it really threw me off. So that is the tweet I received this morning. <laughs> so it's a tweet from uh from prince charles to um rob saint earth wind and fire fantasy tune by the way yeah which is the song that i was singing yeah, right? yeah so yeah. i was i was duh, duh, okay there it goes i can't remember yeah. um so and that just flashes up on my phone this morning <laughs> so i'm like what is to, going on to be fair he hasn't got anything else better to do um, so he probably is listening I, to your show. Yeah, again. So I just tweeted back and, and you know, asterisk, but curtsies. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Royal Highness. Yeah. Um, it went, fantastic show as always. Yeah. Thank you for the shout out, Sir Jelly. <laughs> I've been knighted on Twitter. So you now must refer to me as Sir Jelly going forward. Oh, really? <laughs> and like, because your show's at 4am, um, I, I never listened to it and until... Um, two, uh, the, the second one was that, a couple of days ago. Yeah, the few second, days ago. Yep. Um, I thought, oh, I haven't listened to Rob's show in, in, in ages. Let's, let's see what's going on. So um, I, I tuned in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm tuned in. And it's, you're, it's exactly the same on, on air, live on air, on the BBC in the morning, like he is on this show. If you think that he's putting on an act as the <laughs> hyperactive Mr. Jellyman, no, this is how he is all the time. Um, and yeah, so I thoroughly recommend listen to the early wobble. You'll have an early wobble yourself listening to it. Yeah, you'll need medication after yeah. this in a dark room. Exactly. <laughs> if I if I if I was in a dark room at four a.m. listening to you, I'd be like, I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going in my life. I'm confused. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you joined us uh, here today, guys. Absolutely. Um, so we uh, we get straight on the format because we've waffled enough. <laughs> uh, we review two shows each week, two pilot episodes of two huge television shows to see how good they truly were right at the start. Some of them are old, some of them are new. Uh, and this week's we've got some fairly recent ones. One yep. which is coming back to television soon, uh, yep. and that's the one we're going to start with. It's my choice, and it is Westworld. Mm-hmm. 
as you may have noticed at the lot at the end of the last week's episode I told you that the pilot episode of Westworld uh, is going to get a high score from me. Mm-hmm. I told you that in advance, um, so it's almost not worth listening to this. <laughs> I, it, it's al- it's almost perfect. The pilot episode of Westworld is almost perfect. Um, I mean, can we just start with the theme, the theme song? Beautiful. All the music in Westworld is beautiful, amazing, clever. Yeah. The songs that they pick to have throughout the show played on like a kind of a, an organ in well, it's, yeah it's like a, an auto piano yeah um, and it's really interesting I don't know if you how early you picked up on this when you first watched it I know you've yeah. seen it I've seen the whole first series yeah. as well yeah. uh, but they are modern songs yeah. played in a country uh, sorry not country but an old western way yeah. on an old sort of maybe slightly out of tune piano yeah, but they're all connected in that sort of almost like that. Uh, for those who are into sort of music uh, writing things, yeah. like a MIDI sort of piano. Yeah. So it's a bit, it's a little bit stiff. Yeah, it's a little bit. I mean, and the, the cleverness of that is obviously you're having something that's organic, which is music, played by uh, an automation, which it's is a robotic kind an of analog of what's going on in, in the series. And also the, the songs they pick in it. If you li- actually listen to, the, if you work out the lyrics and the song that they're playing tells you what's happening in the episode yeah. it's very there's very a, clever there's a Rolling Stones song in yeah. this pilot episode um, well, they do is s- it Red um, well they do Red Rooster, is Black it? Hole Sun, Soundgarden Black Hole Sun what's that Soundgarden yeah they do that in this episode yeah I thought I heard something like there that. Is, there is there is Rolling Stone songs. I think there's a few Rolling Stone songs throughout the, um, yeah. Series 1. Uh, but it's beautiful. And, and the actual intro, the, the title sequence itself, uh, visually as well as oh, musically, amazing, has yeah. such a... Uh, I wrote down godlike yeah. feel to it, mm-hmm. and that's very deliberate and yeah. creating something so, so clever. It's like a Bjork video, you know mm. that, that Bjork video where she's like that she's been made into a robot. Yeah, very kind of... much so. It's it's beautiful. Um, so to anyone who's not seen the original film, which was out, I, I don't quote me on this, seventies, seventies, eighties. This is a, a, a television uh, series remake of that, and I know that there are people who. Have a bit of a bugbear with it, but if you haven't watched it, please give it a chance. It really is excellent. The, have you seen before? Was that have you seen the movies? No. Okay. I will go back now. Having yeah. I, to be honest with you, it's one of those things that when I finished watching the first season, I, I thought I need to go and watch the original just to give it a bit of comparison. I, I think after I think the right order to watch it is watch the TV show and then go back and watch the film and then watch the TV show again because all right because um. It informs your opinion of what's going on, and because I'd, I'd watched Westworld a bunch of times, the, the film before watching this TV show, I knew all the, all the kind of references they were referring to, and all the little nods to the film. Um, and there were tons okay. of things happening in the background, which give you a clue as to the the, t- the time, what time this is set in. Yeah, uh, because of what happens in the film. Okay. Now, another thing is there was a sequel to the Westworld film called Future World. Right, right. Uh, which is set in another zone um, in the future, essentially, where every everyone's um, um, a little bit more uh, what's the word advanced, and the kind of technology uses advanced, and um, the sequel I think plays a part in in this series as well. Okay, so then on that, can I ask yeah. a question of your opinion? Yeah. Do you think Westworld season two, which is due in twenty eighteen at some point, possibly yeah. later now because of some delays? Yeah. Do you think that might be more future world based or do you think it's still going to be quite Westworld based? Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Um, there will be Westworld still in it, but it's going to go to the other worlds yeah. because there's multiple other okay, worlds. Okay, cool. Um, but so, um, and this isn't a spoiler because this might not happen, but in Future World, they have uh, the whole plot is uh, people in the in the kind of real world outside are replaced by robots. People in like prominent places are replaced by robots in order for the company to have control of the the world, basically. Okay, yeah. Um, so, okay, so, so I don't know if that's what they're going to do here. Yeah, no, that's a valid point. So, but, but if you haven't seen, you have no idea what Westworld is. Essentially what it yeah. is, is it's a, a manufactured world set in a Western, sort of uh, a past Western... It's a Western theme park. Yeah, it's a Western theme... Yeah, actually, that's a brilliant way. Yeah, it's a Western theme park. Yeah. Um, so everyone in the park, all the, all the hosts are created uh they are built made by the, the people that run Westworld. Yeah. they are all fake they all follow a narrative and a story they mm-hmm. are programmed with human traits but only so many so that there is a sort of realism to it but not so much that you it doesn't it's not so weird so there is that fine line between being too human and just being yeah human enough to kind of think fine, I'm just going to go with this kind of fantasy thing, which is yeah. essentially what it's been made for. It's been yeah. made for the rich and the famous to go mm-hmm. and live out any fantasy they want. They can yeah. they can kill the hosts, um, they can have sex with them, mm-hmm. uh, and they can do what they like in Westworld. Yeah. They can't be harmed as real people, yeah. but the hosts, the the you know the characters in Westworld the robots. can be, and yeah. they can be reset yeah. and remade so, and then just rebooted the following yeah. day. So we, can, we, we kind of see some kind of basically tourists to, to Westworld t- turn up, um, they pay them when they get dressed in, in their cowboy yeah. gear, and they go into Westworld and they get, get to live out their fantasies of being a cowboy in the Old West. Now, one thing that's very interesting, which I was looking out for in, in the pilot episode, is you never see anything about the world outside Westworld. Nothing. Nothing. You don't see uh, uh, just a quick cutaway to... Uh, no, that's very true. To, like, what's happening I was about to say street. about the control room, because they do go up no, to the control room, but that's in Westworld. That's in Westworld, yeah. That's in the theme park. Um, so that makes me wonder, because actually... Again, these aren't spoilers. We always try to keep it spoiler-free on the podcast. So, I have theories. So, on the top of the... Because it's kind of set in... um, If you can imagine almost like the Grand Canyon, if you can visualise that sort of big open spance of land, very deserty, very dry and barren. Yeah. On top of one of the rocks, those rock faces, Mm -hmm. is this almost Thunderbird-like building, which is obviously a centre control you know, head office where they oversee the whole place. Yeah. Um, Think of the control room in, in um, the Jim Carrey film. Um, oh, where everyone's watching it. What's it called again? Truman Show. Truman yeah, Show. yeah, yeah. Per- similar, perfect. similar, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much. And, and there's a, a huge room where they have a visual overview of the entire West world. They can zoom in on sections to see what characters are doing. Yeah. They can zoom out, they can move around, they can control it from there. Um, in a very much in a very Truman show esque kind of way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, like if you play um, sort of like Warhammer games, like you've got the world laid out in front of you, and you are the overlord. You look over it, and yeah. it's got that all that very much that theme to it, that very godlike theme, like yeah. the same with the music. Mm-hmm. You've got the control, the people in control, and the main that? person in control is Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. He plays uh, Doctor Robert Ford. Yeah. Uh, which is. Uh, yeah, at first, I mean, I, I 
I was unfamiliar with the film before watching the show when it came on. Um, didn't realise how much of a following it had originally. So yeah. when you sort of hear someone of his, you know, ilk yeah. being cast in a television show, yeah. which has been a new thing in the last 10 years, yeah. people getting right into doing big television shows. I mean, Game of Thrones just changed the game up. I mean, HBO changed the game up. Yeah. Everyone wants to be in, the, in these big prestige, they're called prestige shows. You've got Game of Thrones and you've got uh, like The Wire before that and you've yeah. got things like that. Um, and yeah, this is this is another... Actually, can I throw back to another show that we've done very early on on the pilot? House. Pugwall, oh, okay, House, yeah. Well, and Pugwall. <laughs> and but, Pugwall, but House. Yeah. Hugh Laurie, yeah. I think, was maybe the instigator to this whole big actor yeah. on, on, on the small screen as opposed to the big He wasn't big, big in America, so... That's true. So, yeah... But I, you know, maybe that's the sort of the, almost the turning point for the whole thing. But anyway, yeah. so you, you 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 hear Anthony Hopkins is is the main character, and you don't even see him for a half an hour. Yeah, you don't. He, he's referred to quite a bit by the other members of the team who run Westworld. Yeah, but you never see him until they go in the basement. Uh, that's is that right. The first time you see, him? I think. Yeah, I think it, is, it, it is. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, you, you're aware that he's going to be in this show because. Yeah. It, it, he was in the advertising in the, in the adverts yeah absolutely I mean it's an experiment really the whole world is an experiment uh, to make an alternative reality yeah allow people to live out these fantasies um do what they want you know it's that yeah. escapism isn't it it's, 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 for, and, it's for the rich and the kind of like businessmen to let off steam after a hard like week in the office and it's weird watching it back now having as I say already watched the first season through when it was out on telly and watching it back this last week I couldn't help but think watch it and think this is the next step on from VR oh 100% yeah yeah like right now we're developing games and film and interactive uh, experiences where mm-hmm. you immerse yourself, you know, visually and you know, audibly. Yeah, this is li- uh, uh, maybe one or two steps from where we are now. Yeah, it's, I think it's almost a little bit frightening. I mean, there's think already we could robots possibly like do this. this. There's already robots made in Japan, obviously, that are very, very lifelike um, and can interact with people, have a conversation. There's, but that's one thing I don't think we're as close to yet. So we're close at we're getting really close to making these alternative realities that we can experience yeah. with VR and things like that. But is that, you saying about robots that are now getting better and they are, they're getting very impressive. You mm-hmm. know, these voice, um, you know, series and Alexas and things like that. They're, they're getting very clever now. Um, and I saw a video of a, of a robot doing a backflip, uh, which is <laughs> incredible yeah. because the, the complexity of, yeah. of doing that. Is, and I is, can't do a backflip. So a robot is better than a human. It's better than a Jed human. Yeah. Can you do uh, a backflip? Better yes. than a Rob. No, I can. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually can. <laughs> oh, can you? Yeah. Well, on a trampoline or something. I, yeah. I can't. I can't do it right now. But okay. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Wearing yeah. the wrong shoes. <laughs> uh, no, I, ha- I have landed a backflip before. Okay. So it's not something I can just do. But okay. But even still, it's just impressive that you know we are getting better with technology. Technology is building and getting much more advanced. But I still don't think it's that good like Westworld good where oh yeah, yeah. I mean this is set in the kind of semi near future as I say you know you're able to shoot them they, they bleed and die can have sex with them yeah. and things like that So, but they can only bleed and die because they've been programmed to yes but then obviously they are they have been synthetically created haven't they yeah so yeah but they, they can if, if they wanted to they, they could make it so they didn't bleed and die um, but my 
when it, after this just to give you a little bit of context when this episode first aired, aired I was I was in disbelief at how good it was so like I do what I usually do when I like something I go and see what everyone else is saying about it so you go onto Reddit you go into the subreddit yep. for um, Westworld and that's where I had my first taste of Westworld theories now from from episode one the internet went went bats make crazy uh, with the uh, theories about what's going on in like who's a robot is is this person a robot is this person not what's the deal with this guy what's the deal with Anthony Hopkins why is he why is he miserable what's the deal with the other guy um, and it's it kind of added to the, the kind of like speculation about what's going on and they they just they give you just enough information to kind of get your hooks in and then they just leave you going see you later maybe we'll tell you next week maybe we'll never tell you and that's what I love about this show yeah it's just it's very cleverly written yeah so that that's a throwback to the original film yeah the original story that was written mm-hmm. um, but it's also a, a, a huge nod to the people who have cast created oh. and directed this yeah. se- this season and this series because um I agree. There's so many little nuggets that you go, well, hang on a minute. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, and, and actually, I, you know, because uh, I don't want to, it's really hard to talk about it without giving any spoilers, but yeah. there is um, these little shots where they take the hosts out mm-hmm. of Westworld back to the sort of lab yeah. and they do diagnostic tests on them if things go wrong. And, and you know, like, like anything, like developing new software and hardware, computers and things, they have to do their trial runs and they have to put them in the real world and they will break yeah. so they do these things and there's a there's a question which is asked of Dolores who's uh, played by Evan Rachel Wood yeah and who's a, a host a robot yes is a, sorry he's a host um, and they say have you ever have you ever believed yourself to be living within an alternative reality um, have you ever wanted to bring harm to a living thing and the last shot in this episode which is about 10 seconds is so good. It's it's the most yeah. subtle cliffhanger. Do we do we tell? Yeah, I, I, I think. Okay. I, I don't. I hope it's not a spoiler. I, do, I apologize now if you feel this is a spoiler. It's, I don't think it is. Yeah. Well, can I? I want to frame it in the right way. So at the the, the at the very start of this episode, yeah, we see a bit like in the start of Lost. We see Dolores lying down. We see her eyes. Yeah. Close up. Close up, and we see a fly go across across her eye yeah it walks up her face yeah. you know if a fly lands on you you tend to go oh get off yeah. you you sort of flap your hand at it but she doesn't flinch obviously because she's a guest uh, she's a host sorry so she's yeah. not real yeah um, so she's care? not programmed to do that that's a human yeah. trait to do whereas she's not programmed to do that so she doesn't and the fly walks up her face and across her eyeball yeah and it is a little bit weird when you first see it a bit like oh yeah well that's how you kind of know she's a robot yeah precisely um, and then this question is asked when they go for the diagnostic program, and, and they say in the in the pilot episode that she's one of the, she is the oldest guest, yeah. sorry, the oldest host in Westworld. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this question is asked of her a couple of times to test the diagnostics. Yeah. And then the very last scene, literally ten seconds, and I and I genuinely think this is one of the biggest, most subtle. Cliffhanging, so cliffhanging shots you'll get in television yeah. is this fly landing on her while she's standing on the porch of her house. Uh, fly lands on her cheek again. I uh, know oh, lands on her neck. On her sorry, neck, yeah. lands on her neck, and she splats it. Yeah, and, and then it ends. Yeah, and you're like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hang on, that tells so, you so much. So, so is she? Because then, because then you're thinking, okay, maybe she's broken since they did the last diagnostic. Then your yeah. brain's like. Is she able to lie to the humans? Yeah. 
So then you start, and and like you say, with the whole rumor mill starts, yeah. and it becomes this, well, a, a waterfall of of rumor. Yeah, um, and, and it becomes it's a thing of beauty. It takes it's, on the life of itself. The, the, yeah. whole, the whole rumor, and like just just I need to kind of give a shout out to Evan Rachel Wood, who yep. who plays Dolores, who I haven't seen her in much for a long time. I think she was like a child actress, right? Um, I haven't seen her in much. In this, holy moly, she's the best thing about this, and, yeah. and this is full of great actors. Um, obviously, lots um, more, Anthony lots Hopkins, more, yeah, on the Jeffrey way. Wright, but Ed Harris, Ed Harris, but Evan Rachel Wood, holy moly, she's the best. Yeah, and I can't remember if she if she won Emmys for this, but if she didn't, she needs to. Yeah, because she well, is season two's on the way soon. Hopefully, yeah. at some point in twenty eighteen. So hopefully, with its return. Uh, she'll be up for an award if she hasn't already won something for this because exactly. it's, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's a brilliant season. Oh, I'm so really good. looking forward to two coming back and we'll give our scores on the pilot episode yeah. at the end of this podcast. Yeah. So, um, I've got a theory. For, for those who watched it, I know a lot of you watched it. Everyone's a robot. And I'll tell you why. Because something's happened outside in the world. The world is gone. Everyone left is a robot. Boom. Okay, I'll leave that. I'll, I'll leave that with you. Next week on Jed. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. If, Jed if, Watch. That's, um, that's going to be that, that's it's, my it's guess. A theory. It's a theory. It's a theory, and I'm I'm sticking with it. All right. Fair enough. I, I don't even know where, which theory to go with, so I'm not even going to suggest <laughs> one. Um, we'll give the scores to that in a second. Uh, yep. Let's move on to your show this week, Mr. Jed Shepherd. What else have we watched this week? Uh, this week, uh, we went away and watched um, something quite similar. It's Western themed and it's Deadwood. <laughs> mixed with Jedward. <laughs> yeah, very different things. Yeah. Very different things. And Westworld not to be mixed with Westfield. I th- no, no. I thought I was going in to watch a, a documentary about a shopping centre. Yeah. Turns out it's about robots. Oh, well, see. <sighs> Pay attention, Jed. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah, I will do. Uh, um, so, Deadwood. Um, this is a show where it's one of those shows a bit like The Wire and um, things like that where people say, you must watch this you must watch this it's like epic television it's world building and I'm like yeah okay I'll count me in I'll find time to watch this yep I've watched the pilot episode now four times alright I, I know that this show is amazing I've heard things about further seasons on like season two and three that blow my mind so I want to get there you mentioned this at the end of last yeah, week yeah I did you? so the first so I went away with a little bit of trepidation about watching yeah. this so I watched the so the first two times I watched uh, Deadwood I was just like I can't, I'm not into this I, 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 do, I do not like this first episode can't get into it I don't want to watch the rest now the third time I watched it I was like a very half-hearted I was like oh god this is such a chore watched it completely different experience absolutely loved it um, and I was like, "Wow, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going." I haven't had the chance to keep going yet, but um, so you've only watched was, the first episode. I've only watched the first episode. Now for the fourth time, I watched it, and it was, it was still good. So I don't know what I felt the two the okay. first two times. Well, I'll, I'll just just to jump in on that point now because yeah. I've I've only watched it once. Yeah. Uh, in this last week, and I think I I don't know why you didn't get it, but I understand yeah. why you didn't get it because there were bits of it that I didn't really understand what was going on. It's quite dense. There's a lot going on. Yes. There's a lot of history involved. It's not... 
It's, it's, it's going to sound like a negative, but and and, and yeah, bear with us because there's always a reason for what we say. It's not the most exciting episode of television you're ever going to watch. No. However, there's enough good content mm-hmm. and a lot of quite deep content in places that you you know you're getting seeds of long-term stories yeah. that you're going to have to invest in. And which, as we say, there's nothing wrong with long-term investment in a show. Um, it shows that they have got depth for a story. So you know that you're going to have a good old stint yeah. of you know shows to watch. But I do get it. Yeah, I mean, what I want from the first episode of a TV show is kind of what Westworld did. It, it, there was points in it where I'm just like in awe. Like, how did they do this? This is incredible. I've not seen stuff like this on TV before. They've taken an idea and they've expanded it. With Deadwood, the first couple of times I was like, this is a chore. This is a real chore. What is going on? It just seems like they're in. They're just talking to each other in in a saloon and. I've seen this a billion times in yeah. like these sort of films are unforgiven. There didn't seem to be anything special about this. No. But then like then I kind other of watched the, it. other than Ian McShane, Ian McShane who by the way is just brilliant ace. Well, well, like in the last couple of times I watched it, again again I, I found the joy in it. I found the joy in it. So just a few things that stood out for me is um the kind of conversation at the start, it starts off with um, a guy who's a marshal in this a small town. And he's talking to a prisoner. Yeah. And they're just, just discussing about going to this town called Deadwood because they heard that there's gold in them thar hills. Um, and all of a sudden... This is early 1800s. It's like 1810s, yeah. 1820s. Yeah, the start kind of, of the gold rush. And uh, then uh, kind of a, a rowdy mob turns up wanting to kill the prisoner. Yeah. So uh, the, the marshal comes out and goes, no, no, you can't do that. Um, and then he ends up just hanging him himself. Um, yeah, which I didn't really understand. Well, it's better that he got hanged by him rather than them slow torture him to death or something. So he, he kind of did the guy a favour. Yeah, I, I, that's I, that's fine. I tried not to because I, I watched it. This is on, um, you get this on demand. I, yeah. I watched it on Now TV. Yeah, it's on um, um, Amazon as well. Is it? Okay, yeah. so there's lots of places to go and watch this. Um, I tried not to, and, and where I can help it, um, I try not to stop a show. I tried to watch it in real time, try not to get distracted by it twitter and things like that or i try to scribble notes while i'm watching it so that i can just sort of make a note of that but i had to watch that twice that bit i was thinking i don't understand why 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 is why all of a sudden is this sheriff marshal talking to this prisoner about going to deadwood i make because i I I just didn't understand why he was discussing it with a prisoner did he know him well, it's because they had, because they're, I mean, they're, they're socially different. One of them's like the marshal, the kind of, the, the protector of the town. The other one's a common criminal, but they had the same dream. This is what's interesting. And the, the dream is to move on to, to Deadwood because they've heard it's going to be better there. One of them wanted to go for the gold. That's the prisoner. The other, and the marshal wanted to go to kind of like uh, make a hardware shop. Simple dreams, but yeah. they both had dreams to go to Deadwood. So that, I thought that was really nice, that kind of start. And just, I was quite shocked that he kind of, he hung him. Because I, I always thought, okay, I've seen this type of thing before. And what happens is the sheriff comes out, pretends he's going to hang the guy, and then they escape out the back or something. Which is what I expected. Yeah. So in a fairness, the, the fact that he just let him hang and die. Yeah. Was almost a curveball. Yeah. But it wasn't like a dramatic curveball. Not ball. only let him hang, he, he, he literally got physically held onto his body and pulled him down yeah, so his neck his would neck. snap. Yeah. Uh, which was a whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess in a way, yeah, it is a curveball, but it's, a, it's such a. It was like a non event. And, and I almost wanted that to be like the. 
setting the tone for the show because it's quite early. It's like the first. I think it did set the tone like that. It's almost like anything yeah, goes. Maybe. And then the ne- very next kind of scene, or, or very soon after that, it kind of it opens up in in um, the the whorehouse, which is yeah. Um, and we see that one of the prostitutes has shot a guy in the head. One of the customers who started beating up on her shot him in the head. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. And Ian McShane um, comes in, is like, "What's going on What's here?" Here, yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, he was beating on me." And he's like, "No, she stole something." And he kind of he kind of lasted for twenty minutes with a bullet in his head. And afterwards, me and McShane like beats her up and like, "Whoa, yeah, this is crazy." And then they feed they feed the uh, the guy that died to pigs. the pigs. Yeah. So. Uh, so so that they wouldn't yeah, get it the is a bit, reputation it is a bit graphic and, and I, you know actually watching um, watching both shows this week Westworld and Deadwood sort of makes you, you know, gets you in that frame of mind of the old western style and um, and 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 thing is, when you watch any sort of western, you do get this impression that this is what life was actually like two hundred years ago. Yeah, you know, this whole men were superior to women thing, and you know, don't let's not get started on that conversation because it's a, a rabbit hole we'll never get out of. Count me out. Um, <laughs> But you, it's, it'll be easy to forget how how it really was back then, and I, you know, I hope that they're doing justice to what it was really like, and hopefully portraying it in the right way yeah. when well, they well, do it in any western. But not it's not just called these the, shows. the nice west; it's called the wild west. This stuff went on. Yeah. Um, but the, the, I mean, other things that happened is, I mean, all of this is based on real stuff. All the, none, none, yeah, because Deadwood's a real place. Deadwood's in a real South place. Dakota. Uh, yes, South Dakota. Yeah, it's in Dakota anyway, um, and um, the characters involved, like a lot of them, are re- are real because um, um, you've got the some famous historical characters there as well. Yeah, um, obviously Calamity Jane, uh, Wild yes. Bill. Um, it's right, okay, and this I, really happened. They yeah, both yeah. went to, so to Deadwood you, together. As, as you bring up Wild Bill, yeah. um, there's a there's a scene when they go to. Right, some random uh, sort of guy turns up, sort of scruffy, drunkard-looking bloke on a horse. Yeah, says there's been a massacre out on the hillside. Yeah, it's, it um, was the Sioux Indians, apparently. Yeah, apparently the Sioux Indians have, have massacred this family, Norwegian um, family. Yeah, and so they sort of a few people uh, sort of gather up and they go, "Well, we're going to go out and and you know see what's, see what's going, going on, on you yeah. know, see if we can catch these guys." And there's a moment when both Bill and um, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, oh, I didn't write it down. The other, yeah, the, Bill's mate, yeah. Uh, the, well, the sheriff from the first scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Spullock. Sp- yeah, Bullock, yep. is it? Um, it was Bullock and Star, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so the partnership is Bullock and Star. Um, they set up the hardware shop. So Bullock is the former sheriff. They they both walk down Deadwood sort of, call it High Street for a second, and they're talking, and they, and they sort of reference each other like they were both men of the law. Mm-hmm. Now... If it's this is Wild Bill, in my head, I've always understood Wild Bill to be an outlaw, not an in-law, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> well, no. So the history of, I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. someone, someone listening to this will know more than well, us. I, I know a bit. So Wild you Bill, saying? There's a, there's he a was moment. a lawman. He, he was a lawman. Wild right. Bill Hickox was a lawman. So that's why... When right, okay, because I, I, in my head, I'm thinking this is Wild Bill. Yeah. In, Wild Bill, in my mind, is an outlaw. He's a bad guy. Um, he's obviously showing a bit of chivalry right now, but yeah. obviously when he's rolled, he's rode into town, the whole yeah. town's not like, well, it's Because he's famous. He's famous for his escapades. So that's why he, when he goes to Ian McShane's place, yeah. um, Ian McShane's like, I don't want this famous lawman in my place because my place is a, meant to be a place of ill repute. You want to come here to get away from the law. Yeah. And uh, Okay, so that's fine. That clarifies that because I, I was thinking again, is he 
He's not a sheriff. Yeah, is he? he's, he's like the equivalent of like a, like a famous police officer. Are there any famous Robocop? That's the what? only famous police officer. I was going to say Robocop or even Luther. True, yeah. He's like a halfway yeah. point between Robocop and Luther. I could have said Sherlock. I, could have said, I, I, could I said, said Robocop. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I I think it's I think it's got so much uh, potential. This show. Yeah. Uh, it's three seasons in, I think now. It's three seasons. Three People seasons were begging in. for a fourth, but they might just tie it off with a film. Yes. Well, yeah, this is, is one of the things I found. Let me come to that in a second. Yeah. Um, it was aired on the 21st of March in 2004, so it's now 14 years old since it started. It ended in 2006. Yeah. Um, and I read online that there is a high possibility that they will start production of season four later this year. It's going to be a Netflix or Amazon production. Something like that. I'm guessing it's Amazon because Amazon had yeah, uh, I don't American know. Gods. I don't know, but I saw a lot of rumour and reference to that there is a good chance that season four will go into production uh, because I think one of the writers was quoted as saying, yes. Yeah. In long, longer terms. But. Yeah. Well, like the, the thing, how this differentiates uh, between, um, against uh, Westworld is, Westworld is almost like a cleaner version of, because it's the theme park, you want to enjoy yourself, a cleaner version of the Wild West, whereas Deadwood is more reality, where you're walking down the street and you're seeing like yeah. guts from pigs being pulled out. Yep. You're seeing like um, dirty kind of kids walking around the street and with like just a disgusting place to live, yeah. basically, yeah. which is more realistic. Um, you get to see the kind of real brutality and life, how, how it was. And like this, the, the set for, for Deadwood has been used tons of times in films and, yep. and other TV shows. Um, and it's an iconic setting. The whole, yeah. whole kind of Wild West setting is... And Wild Bill and uh, Calamity Jane are really buried in the cemetery there as well. So In real life? In real life, Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That's a nugget it makes for me you. Wa- it makes me want to kind of go and visit yeah, it kind of does actually. Um, another nugget for you from the show. Yeah. Um, this golden is, nugget. Uh, this truly is a golden nugget. For us. <laughs> so Ian McShane is is one of our favourites. We we watched him in American Gods early on when yeah. we started the pilot podcast. Uh, he plays Al, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his surname. S- yeah, want to have a go? <laughs> uh, Swerenga, Swerengan. Yeah, good. I'm glad yeah. you did that. Uh, he is quoted, and you can you can argue with me as much as you like. I'm not counting. Yeah, uh, but I found that he had. <laughs> He uses the F word yeah. 2,980 times. He says f- flip 280 times. He says flip. He's big on gymnastics. Right, okay. Uh, in 36 episodes, he says it 2,980 times. That oh is God. one and a half F bombs per minute. Oh my God. From one character. That's no one else, just him. <laughs> wow. And this kind of like restarted his career because obviously every forty-five seconds, Ian McShane says, <laughs> "Flip." <laughs> I mean, because because don't forget, like, so we if the English public know him as Lovejoy, yeah, and then he went off to America. I mean, we kind of never really saw much about him again. All of a sudden, he turns up in this prestige TV show um, and getting all the awards, and everyone in America loves him. You're like, what's going on? Then all of a sudden, he's in the films as well. He's yeah. in he's in the John Wick films as basically playing the same character really yeah he does play a really good dodgy character yeah yeah i mean i used to love love joy even when i was a kid yeah um, i didn't know what was going on but Is like love joy on the list 
we should do we should do Love Joy. Just make an Ian McShane like bingo card. We've done, do everything he's ever done. We should do actually. Put it on the list and put Love Joy on the bottom of the list. Okay, but um, and while you're doing that, I will. I just want to talk about uh, some of the other things that kind Go of happen in, the, in in the show. Um, so the the whole the whole show roughly is about the first scene. The first scene is about someone leaving what they know and going out to kind of make their dreams happen. And um, I, again, I haven't watched anything from season the rest of this season one or two or three, but I know that's the kind of impetus of the show. Like people want to better themselves and get themselves out of the, whatever situation they're in, and that that includes the workers at the um, the whorehouse. Yeah. Um, and but this is a very, it's a very important thing that we've said a lot about. Yeah. Pilot episodes is. Um, the way to get you in uh, invested in a show is yeah. to take you on a journey with a character who's experiencing what you're seeing for yeah. the first time. So we're following yeah. um, uh, Bullock's, um, I can't think of his first name. Seth Bullock. Seth Bullock. We're following him yeah. in his voyage to seek a better life exactly. in Deadwood. So and you're it, going along the journey with him. And that's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, perfect it's a key motor to, to yeah. any pilot. Because the first five minutes, we know what his incentive is. We know what his dream is. We, we know what he wants to do. So we're hanging on to, to find out if he, he does gets it. that dream. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to um, um, his mate, who's played by uh, John Hawkes, who is a great character actor. Um, and he was in the film uh, Me, You and Everyone We Know by Miranda July, which is one of my favorite films ever. Um, just just through the cast in this is just absolutely epic yeah. you've got timothy oliphant you've got ian mcshane you've got molly parker um you've got brad durif um and brad durif he uh plays the doctor of the town and he's got really kind of like piercing eyes yeah it has yeah and brad durif is famous for being what you don't expect in a western yeah and you don't expect him to be a doctor because he's well known for playing um, horror film characters including Chucky from the Charles Play films he, play, he plays yeah. uh, Charles who gets his soul put into the Chucky doll uh, and, and, and then in the later uh, Charles Play films or Chucky films his daughter takes over that character um, and yeah I just think it's from the first episode I think I need to put this at the top of my list of, of, of kind of what to watch next I've been putting off for so long watching this okay. again recently has made me think I need to know what happens next I need to know if uh, the marshal gets his uh, hardware shop up and running and successful I'll, I'll finish on this then uh, in retort to that comment I would like to know how he does yeah I don't need to know okay. I found it like you a little bit tricky to watch it be it was quite hard to watch. Now, yeah, you know these are these are things we always take with a little bit of a pinch of salt. You never know if you're in the right mood for it. We we watch these, you know, off the spare of the moment and within a week, and we try and find time amongst everything else we do to do this. So maybe not the right moment if I watch it in a better mood, more awake, whatever. I don't know. These things are all you know, ifs, buts, and maybes. But I didn't feel that invested in the show. Okay. And I felt like I had to work quite hard to follow it, which might reflect my score. It might, might explain my score when we give it to you in a second. Well, like I said, I did have real trouble the first couple of time watches. It took me a few goes to kind of get into it. Yeah. And I heard from other people and people have literally sat me down and was like, Jed, we, yeah, get past the first episode and, and it's were, plain yeah. sailing. It's okay. just, just really good. And it's it's like when you read a good book and you kind of you're halfway through and you're enjoying the experience you never want it to end that's the kind of the vibe i'm getting from people um 
So okay, so let's right. let's let's give it scores. Let's scores uh, eight point five. That's a very I, very I good score. with a nine. That's a very very good score. I'm going to give it a nine point five. You are, which I've only done once before. You have for Lost. I think this pilot episode is as good as the pilot episode for Lost, and I didn't think I would say that. I thought Lost would be the only one I would give a nine point five score to generally but then i watched this again i'm like this is perfect this is so well written this is it makes me want to watch the entire series again and i've seen it so i know what happens yeah th- this is one of the, the only thing i struggled with okay. watching it is because i know what happens in the yeah. first season and i'm really trying hard here not to give anything away yeah. i saw so i saw it so, in a, such a different light definitely and definitely. i and then i think and I, you, and I've, i'm really struggling to i really want to give it a nine okay 8.5 is a really good score 8.5 is a really good score but I, I suggest maybe watch the film Westworld yeah. and then watch episode 1 again and you'll see even more things popping out at you just yeah. like, oh that's why it's they did great. that it, I, I, it's one of the shows I can't recommend enough yeah. uh, anyone just watch it even if you're not a fan of westerns I'm not particularly a fan Yeah, go and watch it so that's good 18 18 that's, that's wow. 18 that's a good so score it's a good score it's that's high up on the league score. table yeah. uh, and so on to Deadwood your score Mr Jed Shepard um, as we've uh, we've waxed about for, for a little while now um, it was a bit of a struggle the first couple of times and I mean you should only really need to watch an episode once you sh- it shouldn't be this much of a struggle I, I'm looking forward to seeing the future episodes but I can't give it any more than a 7 I really can't I, I want to I want to because I know it's good but this first episode... Yeah. No, I'm going to match you, mate. I'm going to go seven as well and okay. it, give it a 14 out of 20. 18 for Westworld, 14 for Deadwood. Jellyman wins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another great show. Uh, another two great two great shows, really. I really enjoyed really watching good. them. But if you had to pick one, Westworld all the way. Absolutely. All Absolutely. The way. We're Deadwood in the bin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are Deadwood. Uh, next week, then, um, let's do... Uh, listen, we mentioned uh, last week about doing some special stuff this year, maybe getting some guests on okay i've got a good friend uh, who loves a british comedy so can okay. i can i invite a friend next week and okay. suggest a show okay how are we going to do it if there's a third person do we just they, just they put in, they can't score it can they do they just add their input to it i think so i think we still give our scores we give our scores an they honor, can contribute an, an, honorary, to convince an us. honorary score yeah, uh, from our guest. Yeah, but we can't add to the chart otherwise. No, no, it, it yeah, will yeah, completely yeah, yeah. skew okay. if everything, and the, ch- the the pie chart will be all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I've got a good friend in uh, a lady called Emma Bullimore. She does TV Times reviews. Uh, okay. She does lots of radio work and television work reviewing. She reviews TVs. She does reviews TV. She's yeah. a big fan of uh, flat screen. Yeah. Um, CRT monitors. It, is she into that? Massive. She got a Excellent. massive collection of CRT monitors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so I'd like to invite her to the show next week. What's her name? Sorry? Emma Bullimore. Emma, Emma Bullimore. Yeah, so she'll be with us next week. Yeah. Um, and um, I think it'd be good to do some sort of British comedy. Okay. I've watched a lot of British comedy over Christmas and New Year. Okay. Um, and Anything in and particular? I've, yeah, well, I found myself watching two shows that I don't think I've watched so much in my life before. Okay. So I don't want to sort of put words in your mouth, but I wonder if we might be able to do... Right. Faulty Towers... Against. against Monty Python. Yep, count me in. Does that yep. sound good? Monty Python's on my list anyway. What, what would so. you, which one would you sway towards in your mind? Oh, 
probably Monty Python, just because there's yeah. a lot more to kind of digest. But the pilot episode, I do remember. You want, do you want to grab Monty Python? I'll grab Monty that Python for this week. That, that, I'll, I'll champion Monty Python. All right. If you champion, I'll champion forty towels. I'm yeah. happy to do that. I think that. you've got That's the fine. easier job here, but I'm willing to, to go out for bat for. They're both iconic yeah. British comedies that are going to. I'm sure make us laugh out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you want to watch them ahead of time, you're welcome to go and find them. Uh, Monty Python and Forty Towers pilot episodes. They're late sixties, early seventies, so we're getting some old stuff now. Yeah, which would be good. So a bit of difference. Exactly. Um, watch them ahead and send us your thoughts and uh, comments on them by all means. We are on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J E D S H E P H E R D. Uh, or you can tweet me if you like at the Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. Uh, and if you've enjoyed the podcast today, or uh, you know, if you've enjoyed the last thirty-six uh, podcasts we've done, uh, please rate and review us. Uh, you can leave comments on the Post Pop website, which is postpoppodcasts.com slash forward slash the pilot. pilot. Yeah. Or of course we're on iTunes, which is possibly where you're listening to us now. Yeah. Uh, if you could just give it a five-star rating and a poo emoji, yeah. you haven't even got writing words. Yeah. Do that now, by the way, because I know a lot of people just go, yeah, I'll do that eventually. Stop this podcast, do it now, come back, and forever be um, in our affection. Yes, we will love yeah. you forever. Oh, and if you hate us, go to hell. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can say that, but yeah. I think if people hated it, they'd probably have turned off by now. <laughs> so uh, that's probably an irrelevant phrase. Well, the best way to get back at us is give us a five-star review and put a poo emoji, and we will hate that. Yeah, hate that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Monty Python, Faulty Towers, with special guest Emma Bullimore next week. Okay. Uh, I'll see you then. But, but, but that's not how it works. I have to say, you oh, first. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have to say. I'm still getting used to the whole, like, you know, how we finished the It's 2018. We've lost our minds. So I have to say, um, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. Jelly man.